This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, February 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. More bills for water projects. Sinsky in California and USDA sees broad declines in cash farm income. Cox and Costa introduce water infrastructure bills. California Representative T.J. Cox wants to invest $800 million over the next five years in badly needed projects for surface and groundwater storage, as well as conveyance. Cox called it, quote, one of the trickiest parts in fixing our supply crisis. California Representative Jim Costa, meanwhile, introduced a bill this week to allocate $400 million to fixing the California Aqueduct and the Delta-Mendota Canal, on the west side. Remember, Congress has already been debating Cox bill proposing $200 million to fix the Fryant-Kern Canal. DPR campaigns for pollinator protection. The Department of Pesticide Regulation held a seminar yesterday to spread awareness for new regulations and tools relating to bee health. Honeybees add a value of about $220 million a year, according to DPR Director Val Dulcini. Yet colonies are taking a bit of a hit from a variety of factors, including mites, pathogens, habitat loss, and pesticide application. CDFA rolled out its Bee Safe program in 2018, focused on training and education. Its $1.5 million will soon run out. A coalition of 17 organizations then launched Beware and Be Check to map and track hives and streamline notifications. Beware had more than 900,000 registered colonies in 2019. CDFA scientist Patricia Bowles considered that a pretty successful period for the first year, which was about half of the USDA's estimate of 1.6 million colonies. More than 2,000 beekeepers registered and 6,000 applicator bee check reports. The Pollinator Partnership also said their bee-friendly farming certification now extends to almond, table, and wine grapes, strawberries, and blueberry growers. It is also working with the solar, cannabis, and forestry industries. USDA Deputy Secretary Steve Sinsky will deliver the keynote today for the Econ Alliance Ag Forum, an economic development event for the region. CDFA Secretary Karen Ross will follow on stage with a panel of local ag leaders to discuss food safety, water, housing, and labor issues all before lunch. On that note, the State Board of Food and Ag will hold its monthly meeting next week at the World Ag Expo. They will cover CDFA's new farm-to-school conference, farm worker challenges, and dairy and citrus updates, among others. MFP could leave a hole in farm income. The latest farm income numbers are out from the USDA, and they show that farm earnings could take a hit this year unless commodity markets can make up for potential loss of market facilitation program payments. USDA is projecting that net cash farm income will drop by 9% this year and that government payments will be down by $8.7 billion without a continuation of MFP payments. That's a pretty big hole in terms of farm profitability, but ERS is indicating their expectations are to be made up by crop and livestock sales. 
That according to American Farm Bureau Federation Chief Economist John Newton, who says the loss of MFP could leave a pretty big hole in terms of profitability unless it's offset by increases in market earnings. Although there's optimism in the livestock sector, he's not sure that crop sales can make up for the loss of MFP, in part because we don't know when China will significantly increase its imports. That silver lining for California? Well, vegetable and melon cash receipts are expected to fall 1.8%, while fruit and nuts may rise 1.8 billion, or 6.3%. Milk will grow by 5%. USDA research plan sets climate as priority. Reducing the impact of the changing climate on agriculture is a priority for future research. But agriculture systems also must adapt to the changing weather patterns and temperature regimes to ensure food security. That according to the USDA and a five-year research plan. The document, which will be officially unveiled today, contains five themes. Sustainable ag intensification, climate adaptation, value-added innovations, ag science policy leadership, and food and nutrition translation, which involves reducing foodborne illnesses and providing nutritious food. Here's today's He Said It. You can sequester a lot more carbon in Brooklyn, Iowa, than you can in Brooklyn, New York. That former Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack on the potential for carbon sequestration in agriculture. He was speaking at the Foundation for Food and Agriculture's Foster Our Future Forum. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, February 6th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.